This is the Defender Radio News Brief. I'm Michael Howie, and this is Defender Radio, the podcast for wildlife advocates and animal lovers. This news brief is brought to you by the Defender Radio Patreon. Support the show with this online crowdfunding platform for as little as $1 per month. Help us keep up with equipment and hosting costs. Get us closer to providing transcripts for the deaf and hard of hearing and be automatically entered into some great contests. Get more information at patreon.com slash Defender Radio. LaSalle Park in Burlington, Ontario is a beautiful area right on the shore of Lake Ontario. It's a diverse area full of wildlife, walking trails, and natural history. But it's also where some individuals have complained coyotes are spending time and not reacting how residents believe the wild canids should. I spent a few hours with Leslie Sampson, co-founder and president of Coyote Watch Canada, walking the trails, discussing what factors could lead to behavior in coyotes that has received this troubling, and what coexistence solutions exist. Following our walk, we recorded a conversation in the parking lot of LaSalle Park to review our thoughts. This episode is a news brief edit of our interview. A full version of the interview will be available later this week at thefurbears.com, the iTunes store, or wherever you listen to podcasts. LaSalle Park is gorgeous and full of wildlife, but it's quite apparent quite quickly that all species are showing a great deal of comfort with people. Leslie noted that this is an indicator of human behavior and that it could have consequences for the animals. I've been here on numerous occasions during very peak times where uh, there's a lot of activity here. And the animals that are present here have lost a lot of their natural aversion to people. You know, they're they're following. Average citizen would say stalking. They're not going to describe goose or squirrel or duck or chipmunk behavior as stalking. But if, if it was a coyote, they would claim stalking. And it's behaviors, demand behavior. And if they've followed somebody and received a reward in the past, well, why not try it again? So we don't know the food education of the animals we come in contact with. You don't know what the person before you times that by hundreds of people. I mean, we were here in a very short uh, segment of time. Like, I don't know how the wildlife survives a day here. And this is not atypical. I think there's a lot of places where our presence really puts the wildlife at risk. I had spent some time in the park the day before we went down to investigate and record and saw a family feeding the waterfowl white bread. Extremely unhealthy for the animals, dangerous for behavior reasons, and ultimately against local bylaws. But feeding ducks and geese is something families have done for generations. What other things could we suggest they do to build a relationship with local wildlife? Sitting quietly, you know, our kids are just bombarded with technology, the cell phone, the computer, the iPad, what have you. That ability to explore and be out in nature and be still and quiet. We need to reframe our relationship with creatures that are not walking on two legs. Our kids are learning from us. I don't believe we, we need to be feeding animals 
to have really healthy, appropriate boundaries and relationships with them. You can learn more about Coyote Watch Canada and Leslie's work at coyotewatchcanada.com. The full version of this interview will be available later this week. That's it for now, folks. Thanks for joining me, and remember to check out how you can support the show as a patron for as little as $1 per month at patreon.com slash Defender Radio. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Defender Radio. Until next time, I'm Michael Howie for Defender Radio, reminding you to stay informed and stay strong. <laughs>